your soul! How's it going, everyone? Welcome to a new episode of Coffins and Coffee with Dave and Ophelia. And today, in honor of my visitation to the home of all things UFO, Roswell, New Mexico, we decided to do a whole podcast talking about Ophelia's favorite subject, aliens. Dem aliens. Now, some people would say that most of our issues in 2020 stems from us storming Area 51 to try to get them aliens. <laughs> I mean, it could have been. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I, I think personally that because we, didn't, we weren't able to get in and we weren't able to get them aliens, that the other aliens put a curse on us. And Just that curse is 2020. An alien curse? Yeah, because we didn't get their their uh, brethren out of the <laughs> out of the, the cages. What if it was like a curse because we went to Area Fifty One? No, no, because because we came with good intentions. We did Naruto runs. <laughs> Naruto, Naruto runs. Yeah, yeah, that's what I said. Can we, we also just talk about? For, can we just talk about for a minute how because I'm in mandatory hotel quarantine that my microphone is set up in a boot? <laughs> I actually really like that. <laughs> you should just oh, if we ever do an awards for this show, it's just going to be a microphone sticking out of a golden boot. Take a screenshot of that because that's the the, yeah. the booties das boot. No, you got to put the thing back up so I can take a photo of it. <laughs> You can just take a photo of it. We'll put a photo of Das Boot up. <laughs> I know how you made that but you sound are, Mexican, but you did. Because it's high roll. <laughs> you are in quarantine. I am in For trying to get the aliens out. Yeah. Yes. We're trying to be an alien. That's actually what it really, that's what it comes down to. I sim- I'm an alien sympathizer at this point because I totally understand what it would probably feel like to be stuck <laughs> in a bunker in the middle of yeah. the desert. Well, not. Well, sure. Yeah, it's virtually the same thing that you're going with. They might, they might actually feed them aliens better they, they than you're currently getting do. taken care of. <laughs> so, what do you think? Do you think that they actually have aliens down there at Area Fifty One, which, which by the way, is not in Roswell, New Mexico? No, it's a totally different place. It's in, it's in uh, Nevada. Yeah. Well, didn't know that. Now I do. Fuck me up, fam. Yeah. So, so do you think at Area Fifty One in Nevada, do you think they've got aliens down there? Well, they they admitted like a long time ago that they were researching like alien technology and shit down there, didn't they? Wasn't that like a whole thing like years ago? Um, I don't know that they've ever given a definitive answer. I think maybe they've said that. Um, They've acknowledged that something crashed, and some of which they may not be able to explain. But I don't think that they've ever said definitively, "Yeah, we got we got them aliens." We got them. I think it's always sort of been like, "Sure, maybe we're exploring, but we don't really know, you know, weather balloon." <laughs> we don't really know weather balloon. I mean, yeah, that's a good enough excuse as any. I mean, 
you would have to be pretty fucking naive to think that of all the solar systems and planets and whatever in the universe, of all of those, our little tiny fucking rock is the only one that can inhabit any sort of life. I agree. No, the question is, do you think if uh, there's life on other planets within the universe that uh, they in any way resemble us? Or do you think they're like totally different? I think it would be totally different. I mean, shit, I don't know. It, it might be the same. It might be different. I mean, you know, there are different species of, you know, different types of animals. Like, why can't there be different types of like humanoid type figures? I think it'd be interesting. How creepy would it be if aliens looked exactly like us, but just had, you know, completely different experiences and customs and and ways of sort of uh, socially interacting, but otherwise they look as human as you or I. What if they were just parallel universe versions of us? Like each, like the evil versions of us, the versions that have like uh, goatees? Yeah, maybe my, <laughs> maybe my parallel universe self has a goatee, I don't know. Well, okay, what would your... If you had a parallel self, you could make a parallel self, okay? <laughs> like like, like the the uh, like the 10th Doctor once did. He cloned himself out of his own severed hand. So if you, if you had a parallel dimension doppelganger, what would your doppelganger be like? Well, do you reckon your parallel universe person would be another version of you? Or do you think that would be like completely the opposite of you? Like, would my parallel universe me be a tall blonde man i don't know but this is the question the question is oh i mean look i think they they will still mostly look like you otherwise then they wouldn't be you but like but but that's the question what would your doppelganger be like i don't know would it be a tall long-haired blonde man i don't know i don't know mine would be mine would be pretty evil i think Oh, you know, like like a like a mastermind. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Goatee, really spiky eyebrows. Got some sort of plan to take over the earth. Spiky eyebrows. <laughs> Not spunky, spiky. He's got spiky eyebrows. What the fuck? Yeah, you've never seen Flash Gordon. <laughs> He's the savior of the universe. Um, I mean, he might have spiky eyebrows. Why do all villains have pointy eyebrows? Well, there is an argument to be made that in a lot of, like, Disney cartoons, bad guys were given very um, effeminate features and androgynous sort of persona. So I would assume that part of that goes with, like, um, um, hyper-stylized, like, eyebrows and things like that you i mean know? maybe like walt disney was like not a great dude he's <laughs> like anti-semitic no the company's and... still yeah <laughs> and all that stuff so who who fucking knows who knows look back at some of the older disney movies that they should never have been released what was that other one? song of the south my god <laughs> i know there's tons of them not to mention all the all the weird sex things that they put in some of the cartoons in the 90s. Right, and everyone's mum has to die. If you're a Disney person... Is that, is that one of them? If you're a oh, Disney oh, person, you can't have a mum. 
No, yeah, it's always the same or the dad. You oh, always, there's always one pair that goes, <laughs> or both. Yeah, it's like every story is basically the orphan prince that would be king. Yeah, it's like every Disney story, right? Written by aliens. <laughs> Maybe you fucking Walt Disney was an alien. That's why they've got his head frozen somewhere. What if the <laughs> only reasons that aliens came was to harvest Walt Disney's head? <laughs> and what if? What if there's a secret society of of men and women who, for generations, have have helped held the the code to protect Walt Disney's severed animatronic head from them aliens? <laughs> Bring me the head of Walt Disney. You know, what makes me think of. Did you ever watch this? The uh, I think it's the sequel. It might be the prequel to The Wizard of Oz. Called no, it was the sequel. It's called Return to Oz with Fraser Bork in it. Yeah, a long time ago. And they've got all those fucking heads. That still gives me the fucking willies, man. That bitch has got all them heads. I feel like um, it was a bit like a... Who's got sort of a a strange... Head? Surrealist sort of... Uh, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to think of like... That, a, a surrealist art style that I feel like somehow with the return of Oz, they sort of captured. I don't know. It was fucked. It still fucks me up, that film, all the time. Whoever did that film, good on you, because that's just... It's you mean like up. a little, like Ronald Dahl, maybe? Like a little Willy Wonka-esque? I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't know who... Let's have... I'm just going to look that up, just for funsies. Uh, and it's bizarreness. <laughs> Again, okay, way well, off topic looking, already. Okay. <laughs> that's fine. We're going to get back to Aliens at some point. We will, I promise, I promise. Gil Dennis did the story. Okay. I don't know. Well, here you go, full cast and crew. It was bold, and, and listen, it gave the world Fruza Bach. It did give the world Fruza Bach. She was so fucking young in that, too. She would have been, like, 10. So do you, is that, like, what you imagine alien worlds like? Like, uh, the Return of Oz? Just heads? Like just giant-headed things, and... And pumpkin dudes. I mean, fucking maybe. I hope. I hope so. Do you think they're nice? Are they like? Are they friendly aliens like ET and Yoda, or are they uh, Independence Day style aliens? Cloverfield. Cloverfield. No, I don't want it. Like signs. You're talking about fucked up alien movies. Signs. That's what it will be like. Have I ever? Have I ever told you the, the theory that's online about signs? What's that? So, allegedly, as it is told online, the movie is a metaphor that, and, and they're not actually aliens, they're demons. And that, and that what's being made in the cornfields are like sigils. And that's why you never, it never ever mentions like, um, you know, spaceships or anything like that. They're just, they're just these demony alien creatures have appeared. And it would make sense. So the little girl, she like got out of her water everywhere. He's so cute. You know, so it, so if aliens, if the plot of the story is that aliens pick uh, the one world where seventy percent of what makes up said world they're deathly allergic to, that's a that's a dumb race of aliens, right? But if you're if you were to believe that this is not aliens at all, but instead it's demons, then what? what kills them or what burns them is that that water gets turned into holy water when they renew their faith. Fuck, maybe. 
I don't know if M. Night Shyamalan Ding Dong mm. is... I mean, that's something he would probably do, to be honest. He's kind of Jesus-y, right? He's a little bit Jesus-y. A little bit Jesus-y. Yeah, I like... I like that movie way better when I think about it from that perspective. Then that movie seems amazing. Yeah. And you look at like throughout the film, there is like a lot of um, little things you don't really notice until it's pointed out to you. Like um, obviously the movie is like built around like, you know, Mel Gibson's like faith as well. That plays a huge part in the film. But like if you look at early right. parts of the film, there's like on the walls, there's like the walls are faded where it looks like they used to be like a cross hanging on the wall. And like at the end of the movie, the cross is back on the wall and stuff like that. So, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a little art direction. Yeah. So like maybe. Maybe. Yeah, I, I think so. I think at least it's a fascinating way of looking at things there are some people within the magic community that think to love what we what people in like uh paganism would would sort of uh get, say are gods you know that they're in fact aliens yeah like the, the 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 beings that gave uh the inspiration for the various gods and pantheons across different cultures were actually aliens come to earth yeah well that's like that's definitely a huge thing in like um a lot of egyptian works from like those times they always talk about like gods coming down from like the sky and like teaching them technology and yeah. like building stuff so like maybe it was just aliens i'm not saying it's aliens but, but it's, it's aliens. aliens what if god is so yoda? what do you think <laughs> what if god is yoda what if god was one of us <laughs> no i knew you were like gonna go there please no that's gonna be my head all day fuck you yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> All right, so so what else do you have to talk about with aliens? Well, I want to know. What is some alien? You're like the alien master. Well, I want to know more about your little trip that you my took. My little trip to the gift shop? Yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> so basically what happened. So, so we were driving from Atlanta, Georgia to Los Angeles, and we decided to make the most of it and not kill ourselves just flying through the desert. So... One of the stops that we made was at Roswell, New Mexico. And number one, I think we both mistakenly, like I alluded to earlier, thought that uh, Roswell, New Mexico is where Area 51 is. And this is, in fact, two separate places. Very separate. Um, and here's another little tidbit. The alien didn't even crash in Roswell. They crashed and get this. I kid you fucking not. Corona, Texas. Corona? Or New Mexico, rather. New Mexico. Corona, New Mexico. Yeah. How's that for a slice of fried gold? Dun, dun, it's not even dun. in Roswell. But I guess it's like a tiny, tiny little village, and the closest town is Roswell, so um, that's why it's called that. But So if you want to go to the actual crash site, number one, it's like an hour outside of town in the middle of nowhere. And number two, it, uh, it was up until at least recently – uh, under private ownership so you couldn't even get to the crash site and if you did get there there's like a little placard can you imagine like if you just owned the piece of land that a fucking ufo crashed on it's like sup yeah they did they owned it for like 50 years or something like that it was insane Have you fucking done so it? so that's the first thing the second thing is the town of roswell new mexico in my opinion and i think i could speak for my traveling comrade jude uh i feel like he felt this way as well they weren't really f as festive as we would imagine them to be. Like if I if I lived in a tiny town in New Mexico in the middle of nowhere, right? My town's only claim to fame was alien an alien crash. 
man, everything would be alien. The sports, the like the local baseball team would be like the Martians, you know, yeah. and like the 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 elementary school would be the cosmonauts, you know. <laughs> Like houses would be painted green. Every lamp post would be have like a green fluorescent light. Like I, you know, I mean, what else do you have to go into in that it. town? The, <laughs> lean way into it, okay? That's what I would do. There's very little of that. I was, and we drove around quite a bit, and and um, there was like a couple little like wooden aliens outside of a couple of the hotels, but there was like no like alien themed hotel, right? I reckon there wasn't no, like. If you like space burgers, I want a space burger. Can you imagine if you fucking if you in the middle of like Roswell, you built like a hotel shaped like a UFO, and you had and you had like a restaurant where all the food was themed like fucking alien shit, and all the rooms like the beds look like fucking cryo chambers and. Yes, Queen. Yes, (laughs) give me more Queen. Yes. I will simp for you. <laughs> but, like, people would go there. Like, there's fucking nothing to do in New Mexico. But people would go there just to go there because it's fucking That's, sick. Right. Look, people obviously already go there because it's Roswell. But, but what? like, okay, once you've been there, you're like, cool. Like, if someone ever said, should I make a trip to Roswell? I'd be like, if you happen to be going somewhere else and it's kind of on your way, it's worth stopping. But imagine if they went all in like you're talking about. Yeah. That'd be, it would it would draw hundreds from all around. Wasn't um, Disneyland? Instead, but aliens. Yeah, alien land. Disney space, because eventually the aliens got Walt Disney's head. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. Um, what in fact is there is not as cool as you would hope or describe. <laughs> uh, it's it's basically like a three block radius. Where uh, I will give Dunkin' Donuts some props. <laughs> Hashtag they got the Beyond Sausage. They had in Roswell, they actually have a, a large alien in front of their shop. Oh, that's cool. That's kind of cool. And then there's several gift shops. And there's actually a museum. But because of COVID, it's closed. The only thing that was open was the gift shop. So we both entered and exited through the gift shop. Yeah. Uh, and spent way too much on on cheap a- alien stuff. <laughs> yeah, you did. How much did you spend? Like 100 bucks. Uh, it might have been a little bit more. <laughs> oh, but no. it was worth it. You could say you've been there. I got a cool alien mug. That's always awesome. Kind of looks like Kermit the Frog, but same business. <laughs> Probably came from the same factory. And uh, oh, it's cool. It's cool. It's just uh, not as much alien stuff as you'd suspect. Yes. Yeah. You know. Because there is, there is a fair bit of stuff like out that way, but it's not all like together. Yeah, right. Not exactly. Exactly. Right. Is there like, like in Australia, is alien sightings? Is that like a big deal there? Because it it definitely is in America. It's like it feels like to me, it's like a very American thing. But do you guys have that? Like every few years, someone comes out of the woodwork from like Wolf Creek or something, and they're like, "Oh, I saw an alien." Yeah, there is actually a series on Netflix too about it. I think it's called Australian Skies. Australian. Oh my god. <laughs> Puns. Wait, wait, hold on. Wait, hold on. If the flat earthers are right and Australia is fake, maybe it's it's projected by the Australians. Uh, just for short, they started calling us the aliens. And that's where it yeah. came from. It's just a hoax like Bigfoot. 
Yeah, you're really floating in space in your <laughs> Australia-shaped uh, spacecraft. How the fuck just shaped like Australia? Yeah, seem, that'd be fucking awesome. Doesn't seem very like aerodynamic. Have you seen the Millennial Falcon? Yeah. Not the Millennial Falcon. The Millennium Falcon. The Millennial Falcon. <laughs> it's just a My fucking bo- I had a, boss. a ship full of assholes. <laughs> <laughs> I had a. I had a boss once who who said that. He said the Millennial Falcon. And we gave him a good hard time for a while. It's like Han Solo with emo bangs and like. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Avo Toast. Avo Toast Force. Oi, don't be bagging Avo Toast, all right? I love it. No, no, I'm not bagging it. I'm just saying. <laughs> um, so. <laughs> So tell me more about the Australians. Australians. I mean, there have been like a few, I guess, decent um, UFO sightings here. I don't think it's as big as it is like in like America. Obviously, we have like not as many people. Um, which all, which which feels like if I was going to crash land any, anywhere, like the outback of Australia might be kind of like, who's going to notice? Yeah, right. <laughs> who's there? Fucking nobody. <laughs> but like, I don't, I don't think exactly. there's like that many. Like, we don't have like any. We don't have anything like Area Fifty One or like Roswell or anything like that. Like, I think I've maybe heard of only a couple. Like, there was that like Australian Skies series that I was talking about, but there was nothing like nothing yeah. like you see over there. Like, where you have people that have like really good like videos or photos or stuff like that right 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 i think i think america it just seems to be i mean granted we have a lot of people but it also just seems to be a hotbed for conspiracy theories and it feels like aliens is like it's the easiest one right that's like like believing in aliens is like the gateway drug to conspiracy theories you know first off you're thinking like et's real and then it's like the government's like putting chemicals in the water and then it moves into like vaccines and then you think the earth is flat and then you think it's a all a pandemic fucking pandemic that's when you've hit rock bottom yes yes like i'm i'm all for like cool like conspiracy theories like oh there's been alien crash landings and the government's covering covering it up cuz like that would be feasible can you imagine the fucking mass hysteria if the government came out and said, yes, we have alien bodies, you know, in Area 51, we have UFOs that have crashed here, we have alien weapons that have been salvaged from wreckages. Do you know fucking mass hysteria? There'll be, especially in America. Yeah. You know, I would have thought that at one point, but, like, okay, I think if you rolled out aliens, like, just straight up said, yo, these are aliens, I think that would freak people out. If you, if you said, hey, it's like, um... You know, the movie They Live, if, like, one day everyone just took off their faces and they were, like, half the people were aliens, and, yeah, I think that would be panic then. <laughs> Lizard people. But if the government just said, huh, yeah, exactly. But if the government just came out one day and said, hey, yeah, we found aliens, I don't think it would, I mean, uh, maybe Twitter would, would trend for a couple hours. <laughs> but I don't think it would have the same effect anymore. Because think about the amount of technology that's increased since you were in high school. Right. Right. I mean, just like overnight, we went from like holding a, like for me in high school, we had pagers to having these 
these insane supercomputers in your pocket. Cordless phones? Like, think about... Yeah, seriously. Well, there was cordless phones in the 90s. I'm not that old, but still. Oh, we never like, had one. Ma- <laughs> well, you could, you guys don't have alien seductions. That's it either. They bring we're the like, technology. We're like 50 years behind anyway, so... <laughs> Clearly. But... But, like, you know what I'm saying? If they were just like, yeah, yeah, just so you know that iPhone, that came from any technology, they'd be like, cool, dope. And they'd probably upcharge you, you know? <laughs> like, that's buy it. But one. if you imagine, like, yeah, but if they showed up and, like, hey, we've got all these alien refugees, that's when things would get ugly in this country. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think people would go kind of, kind of. How did that, how did that bloody um, Area 51 raid thing start? What started that? The internet. By the way, I just want to make a note. If you guys hear some low singing, uh, our friend Jude is in the other room singing uh, Glory, Glory by Elvis. So you may just hear that in the background, and I don't have the heart to tell him to stop. So um, what were you asking me? I forgot. How that whole Raid Area 51 thing started, which, by the way, if I was going to Raid Area 51, you don't go publicizing it all over the fucking internet. Because you gave it, you Why gave not? everyone like no. three months to prepare. No, this that's so much more brilliant. Because see, if you were doing, if you were sharing secret plans to invade Area Fifty One on like the dark net or something or Four Chan or like, then then I think that like um, I think that 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 you get you get flagged as a serious threat, right? But if you just yeah, start, maybe. if you just start a um. You know, like a Facebook group talking about getting them aliens and using Mountain Dew and Pringles or whatever as your fuel substance. I think you have a much better possibility of getting like past the first layer of defense. You know, and I think that's that's the master plan of it. That's where a parallel universe Dave comes in with his goatee and his spiky (laughs) eyebrows. eyebrows. And he's like, I got an idea on how to set. Yeah. Try to set the world on fire in 2020. Let's go get them aliens first. But we're going to publicize it so no one takes us seriously. But then a secret squadron of commandos actually do sneak in and do get them aliens. While you're all worried about the people raving in the front with their Pringles and their Mountain Dew, the commandos are going down under and getting them aliens and unleashing 2020 upon us. I could there was like one dude that did a Naruto run. And then one guy got arrested for public yeah. urination. And that was like the excitement for that day. Hey, you know what? It was a well-laid plan. Let's just put it that way. Wink. Um, I mean, we, we, won't, we won't put it that way. It was... But I... I but listen, it's okay. Shh, it's okay. <laughs> wink. We can, we can put it... Wink. Any you can't audibly you wink. wink. <laughs> a wink is a wink because okay, it's, right. it's subtle. <laughs> Yeah, listen. Okay, right. I can't. I can't wink on radio. Wink. Oh my god! I actually had um, two of my friends. Actually, you know, um, Nikki and Michael. Um, yeah. When they were in America, they actually drove out to where Area Fifty One is. <laughs> uh huh. To get them aliens. And to get them aliens, and they got up to like the gate, and as they got there, there's like this fucking like four wheel drive like military truck comes over the hill and they're like yep way we better go <laughs> turn around and left oh when, when we stopped in amarillo which is only like three hours or so from roswell there was a uh, several planes that were non-commissioned planes that were like flying really close to our hotel 
and allegedly the airbase that was there had been closed for like decades. These were clearly military grade planes flying not that high above a hotel where there's apparently no airbase on record. Maybe they weren't planes. Maybe they were disguised as planes. The aliens. (laughs) Maybe. That's kind of creepy. You should have taken video. Uh, I mean, Jude's got video of the uh, planes flying overhead. Oh, does he? We should put that on our Twitter. Yeah, Yeah, we'll find them. We'll find them and then (laughs) then we'll share the the government's secrets because the truth is out there, man. (laughs) Did I tell you, speaking of finding them aliens and the truth getting out there, have I ever told the story on this podcast about the time that I met and and briefly worked with Tom DeLonge? I don't know if you talked about it on this podcast you might have spoken about it on grindhouse but i we've we've spoken about it okay i'm gonna wait for this plane to go overhead <gasps> they're listening how long is it taking um apparently it's not moving very fast <laughs> um so yeah so we i was working at a production company and we were trying to make a movie and we we're looking for sort of a, a younger director with a, with a good vision for telling a story that was sort of rooted in um, coming of age but for the more you know for the millennial generation and um, we ended up with Tom DeLong, who was from Blink-182 fame who was looking to get into filmmaking as a director right and and uh, he came and we met him and he started doing some preliminary work, and then the project kind of, as sometimes happens, just fell apart. But, um, yeah, for a brief moment, Tom DeLong, co-founder of uh, To The Stars Academy, which is an academy that exists for the sole purpose of finding out them alien secrets, that Tom DeLong, Tom DeLong with, with uh, connections with top clearance officers in the CIA, that Tom DeLong was briefly a director for a coming-of-age high school movie that would have been awesome if we made it maybe you should still make it i don't own it so i don't think that's gonna work but tom really does believe in those aliens and did you see that at one point they did release some video of some unexplained flying object that was caught by another uh jet fighter plane have you seen that footage is that only recently that sort of came out run it it was a video that I feel like I've seen for a while, but it was always like really, really low grade and it was never acknowledged. And then I think more recently that footage was acknowledged as something that they didn't, they couldn't identify was um, flying in front of this plane. Yeah, I think that was that might have been the same video that I saw because that was wasn't it like a group of fighter pilots? There was like three or four of them, and like only one of them was videoing. That sounds right. You could yeah. hear them talking to each other through their radio. Yeah, yeah, I think it's the same one. Yeah, that was that's cool. Like stuff like that, you're like, you know, when I think I think it gives lends more credibility to it when you've got like military personnel that come out and they're like, holy shit, and they're like genuinely excited, like what the fuck, like, you know, right? Unless it's all part of the plan to hide them aliens by admitting that them aliens exist, but not really admitting the, that them aliens exist, then you can sneak those them aliens through the back door while you distract <laughs> people by these fake them aliens. Fucking maybe. You know what I'm saying? Have you seen all those videos on like... This is, this is 4D chess that's being played here <laughs> by, the, 
by the the secret cabal, the Illuminati, the Australians. <laughs> I'm convinced we're just all aliens now. That makes sense. Maybe we are. What if, like, if you do, you ever see um, uh, Prometheus? Yeah. So, a lot of people backed on that movie, and it you know it's got its faults, but. They introduced some pretty interesting themes, like the entirety of the human race was exists purely because aliens came and took some sort of black goo and then disintegrated into uh, a river, a stream, that then gave birth to the first uh, amoeba-esque creatures that then eventually gave way to humans. What if? What if? So, listen... Dinosaurs. Okay. Dinosaurs, right? Yes. Mo- yes, dinosaurs. Mo fucking dinosaurs. What if there really was no meteor that wiped out dinosaurs? What if it was an alien, like, nuclear weapon that cleared out all the fucking dinosaurs so that they could settle on Earth and farm its resources and we're just descendants of aliens? It could be. Yeah. For all we know, the aliens, they, like, used up all the... Re- Clearly... It's in their nature to use up all of its resources. Yeah. So these aliens, what if the what if the asteroid was alien technology? What if the asteroid we, was I mean, a for, spaceship? To, uh, well, like to our feeble minds, it just looks like a rock, right? Because we don't understand like organic technology. But what if these aliens are able to like manipulate matter in a ma- in a manner that gives the illusion of a, a high end weapon of mass destruction? Being a mere rock. No, it doesn't even need to be that crazy. It's like those fucking rocks that you buy from Home Depot to hide your keys in, man. It's like that. Yeah. Trojan. Hey, horse. but listen. I don't. I don't have to use Trojans anymore. Oh my but, god. But listen, <laughs> if you had, if there was an asteroid. <laughs> wow. Well. That one hit home. <laughs> um, if there was an asteroid. Heading towards the Earth, would you send up a team of astronauts who have been trained in drilling? Bruce Willis. Or would you send up drillers? Well, hold on. Would you send up drillers that have been trained to be astronauts? Which do you think has the better chance of success? Bruce Willis, because I've seen it happen. It's happened before. It'll happen again. But he died. He died. But sacrificial lamb, man. It's fucking. Hey, why, water. why, why has Bruce Willis never been in a movie with Nicolas Cage? Maybe they're the same person. Have you ever seen them in the same place together? Have you ever no, seen them in the same place together? Listen, that's that's crazy talk. Okay, everything else up to this podcast. Uh, yeah, up, yeah. everything else on this everything podcast up fine. to this point. Perfectly reasonable, <laughs> reasonable, rational, scientific-minded stuff. But this is Nick Cage is obviously not Bruce Willis. Nick Cage is clearly Bruce Willis's long-lost twin brother. Maybe Nick Cage got all the energy, and Bruce Willis got none of the energy. Leaving Bruce Willis with a sloth-like demeanor. A sloth-like demeanor? Whereas Nick Cage was like a cheetah. Yeah. The cheetah and the sloth. 
which is also the name of my children's novel that's coming out this <laughs> the fall. The Cheater and the Sloth. Yeah. <laughs> wow. But could you imagine if those two teamed up and did an alien movie? Can you just imagine if those two teamed up and did a fucking movie? No, I know, but you got to give them... You got to really... You got to think, like, imagine uh, the fifth element and the rock slammed together. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> That's what I'm saying! You got to give them some meat to fucking bite their teeth into. Some tofu. <laughs> fucking something, Armageddon. Something edible. Fucking... I think is the... Yeah. Yes. I mean, but see, Armageddon... Okay, so like Armageddon wasn't an alien movie though. It was a it's space asteroid movie. Asteroid movie. But you said The Rock, is it, which is Bruce Willis isn't in The Rock. No, but Nick Cage is. Is he? I'm seeing that in so yeah, long. It's, it's Nick Cage and um, uh, Sean Connery. Oh, yeah. I remember Sean Connery was in it. Yeah, Nick Cage is the, is the young hero guy. Or I mean, I could have said Face Off or Con Air. I was just trying to think of like an action flick. Con Air, Armageddon, and Independence Day. Put all them together. Can we get Jeff Goldblum in there? Fuck! Yes. All right. An alien movie starring <laughs> Nicolas Cage as the rebellious ex-pilot who, but he's the best. But he's become a drunk and he's got a bad attitude, but he's still the best. And aliens are coming, so they need him to come out of retirement, lead the X-Wing squadron against the aliens. And then you've got Bruce Willis, who is the aging commander, um, but he he uh, he's, he's lost a step, you know, and uh, he's got a bad family life. He hasn't been a very good husband. His wife's uh, been fucking the mailman. He has and, one uh, leg. So they've got a... Uh, He's got one leg. That he lost but in a drilling a accident. Leg. Yes, but but then he became uh, like a officer, you know, high level officer, and so you know he's he's sort of leading this this ragtag group of squadron fighters against the aliens, and then you got you got Jeff Goldblum, who's um, he's the alien commander. How about that? We never get the aliens' perspectives. So Jeff, Jeff Goldblum, alien. <laughs> is uh, an alien man, you know, <laughs> and, <laughs> and he's he's got a he's got to come to Earth, and then you got Bruce Willis and Nick Cage trying to fight him off. And the end of the movie is resolved when they can't drill into the asteroid all the way down, and Bruce Willis has to take off his fake wooden leg. And he throws it into the hole, and it explodes. Why does his leg have explosives in it? No, though? they drill in the ground. He throws it in there and it fucks all the shit up. It explodes. And the asteroid oh, is obliterated. I thought there was like, I thought maybe there was like an explodey button, and like he had really good aim and he threw his leg. Detonating wooden leg. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. The leg's not so. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> The leg doesn't explode. There's a button. There's a self-destruct button in the drill. Oh, and he throws all drills the leg have down. to have. And he throws the leg down with, with pinpoint accuracy. He has flashbacks okay? of when he was in college baseball the landing. as a pitcher. And he picks up his wooden <laughs> leg. And he throws it down the hole. And it explodes. Yeah. And the meteor explodes in half. 
I think we just described the ending of Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> we had a wooden leg and, and they made it explode. Well, no, but he shoots the he shoots the wombats down the the shoot. Wombats. Yeah. <laughs> Romper rats. Swamp rats. Romper rats. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Star Wars. He shoots them from his little speeder. <laughs> oh my god. That shit Listen, writes I don't itself. know if aliens. Listen, I don't know if aliens are are nice or mean, but I just hope they have a sweet cantina like the one from <laughs> Star Wars. With the cool little cantina band. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-mm, mm-mm. Uh, uh, just saying, every time I hear that song, it brings me back to the Nintendo version of the fucking Star Wars game. Flashback. Which one? I don't know which one it was, but I only remember the scene when you're in that thing it's playing that music. Was it the Super NES one? No, no, it was Nintendo. I'm sure it was, sure it was just Nintendo. It wasn't Super Nintendo. Oh, I don't know that. I don't know. I never had that one. So, but we had a viewer question about aliens. Oh, did we? All right, cool. About aliens. Let us know what it is. About them aliens? Them aliens. So, oh, this is kind of something that I was talking about before. So, Rachel asks, (laughs) is the reason they don't want to tell us any more about life on planets or other beings and so on because it would damage religion, causing mayhem and destruction, because we all know we've been contacted and probably had communication for a while. No, I mean, I mean, this kind of goes back to the same thing about them being hysteria. Um, I don't know if it would damage religion. I mean, look, I, I, I think the vast majority of people aren't religious, you know, and and many more who claim to be religious aren't in any sort of practice. So I don't really know that religion has the same level of importance that it would have had generations back. So I, I don't think it would necessarily ruin people's worldview. I, I just think they would they would quickly adapt to it and they would just be new, you know, like like the Catholic Church would just be like, yeah, Jesus was them aliens. And they'd be like, why did you never tell us that Jesus was them aliens? And be like, it's God's will. Go to confession and be like, all right, cool. <laughs> all right, so see, then they're all good, right? Yeah. And, and, and then, you know, the Protestants would be like, yo, them aliens is white. And so, you know, they would just adapt to it. They would just adopt it in. They would co-opt it. Right. (laughs) Appropriate it. Um, So another question is something that me and Rachel actually discussed before. And this is when I had, like, my mental breakthrough. I was like, oh, my God, what the fuck? So, listen. She said, if natives are all dark, where the hell did the white man come from? And how come they're not dark? Like, so why, why on earth are there, like, are there different, like, completely, like, different races of people? Well, the, like, did they come well, down from, a, like, different a, fucking asteroids? What the fuck? Well, a couple of things, a couple of points. Uh, I think that the prevailing idea is that we all originated from some area in Africa. Mm. That's where, like, the first civilization came from, and that... That largely, like, if you go back further enough, us far far enough back, we would all be darker skin um, humans. But over time, as people have migrated into different climates, um, and again, this may be total bro science. Um, so this is just what I know. This is what I've heard. That like, as people travel to cl- like colder areas, 
where um, absorbing sunlight is not as necessary. In fact, it's it's not needed at all. You would the the, the pigment mutations would occur, and people people's pigment would lighten over time. Or another theory would be <laughs> that there is aliens. I mean, maybe. I mean, I I was listening to a news report the other day that talked about how like Genghis Khan. Like eight, he like like Genghis Khan's genes can be traced back through like eighty percent of of people living in Asia today. Really? Yeah. So like, if that one guy has particular features, you know, and he's responsible for now his genes being in eighty percent of the current population of Asia, right? You could see how that would influence like going onward and, and people would adopt a certain look within a region. I'm not saying every region was conquered by someone on that level, but it would certainly address why different areas have, uh, you know, people have typically have different features. Or another theory could be the white people are just aliens. That's why they're so fucking crazy. Yeah. Sounds about white. See, yeah. the problem with that is you got to presume how they get here. We can't leave here. We have left here. Not really. That's like a. That's like that's like dipping your toe in the universe. Dipping your. Yeah, I mean, that's assuming. That's assuming way. you. Yeah, that's that's even assuming you believe that the moon landing is real, man. Do you think the moon landing is real, man? Yeah. Yeah. Probably so. I'm not a big believer in these like crazy massive conspiracy cover-ups because the number of people that you would have to convince. Yeah. To like maintain the secrecy is beyond my ability to believe, you know, to spend to suspend disbelief. Like I've seen I've I've run enough sets to know that it's hard enough to get a hundred people to do one thing. <laughs> right. Yeah. Ask anyone with kids and ask them how easy it is to get them anyone to can do anything. Yeah. I mean it would be pretty difficult. Like you you can imagine like the resources that would be required to pull off that sort of cover What is that thing behind you? What's in the mirror? A painting. It looks like Lilo or Snitch. Whichever one's the little blue dog thing. (laughs) Which one's the blue dog thing? The alien. Is he an alien? He's an alien. Asigok ties back. I meant to do that segue. It's definitely not that that painting... Which also kind of looks like a like a towels. It kind of looks like a stacked like blue towels stacked on one another, but like you stacked <laughs> it too high, and so it's stitch, leaned over. Stitch looks like a stack of towels. <laughs> <coughs> yeah, yeah, but sort of fucking falling over. Good one, fucking. Is it Disney that did Lilo and Stitch? Was it? Pic- I don't know. Those? Probably because you got that alien about Disney head. Yeah. What fucking Illuminati confirmed? Well, but you know what the best aliens are there? What? It's them Simpson aliens. <laughs> Kudos and Kang. Is that what they're called? One's called, uh, I think it's Kodos. I only remember because there was an episode where where they came down and like took over everything and Homer's like, don't blame me, I voted for Kodos. That's exactly what the 2020 <laughs> presidential election is going to oh, be 100%. like. Oh, <laughs> 100%. Oh God, yeah. Because you basically have, you basically have three sides, right? <laughs> you've got like, you've got like, the the Trumpers and the Trumper adjacents, right? Just 
Republicans like to win. They don't really give a fuck how. So, like, the, I'm sure there are plenty of Republican dudes who are not into Trump because he's a goddamn buffoon. But they like to win. So they're going to – and they're opportunists and they'll hitch their wagon on to whomever thinks they think is going to win, right? So let's just consider that's all one side. Then you got the liberals who are the, truly the most aliens. Like, they're so willing to give in to whatever they think – the, those remember those fringe Republicans I mentioned? They desperately want them. They have the most Republican penis envy of any political party that's ever existed, and and then you have the far lefters. And what's going to happen is that Trump will probably win again. No, because he's just like I mean, look, I would just lower your expectations. He has the ability to talk to his to his base. And he knows what to say. Like and he knows how to galvanize them. Alien base. Maybe like an alien base. I mean, have you and heard him talk though? That, it's like his fucking human suit is glitching. Like not really. Are you talking about Trump? Trump. No, no. Trump talks like a bullshitter. Did you see That's that interview Trump that he like. did you know with why? that Australian reporter? Meanwhile, yeah. can we? Yeah, he's a bullshitter. Can we commend that guy though? Because I've never totally. ever seen another reporter conduct an interview with Trump and fucking call, straight up call him out on his bullshit. Yeah, I mean, look, it happens from time to time, but it's mostly at a press conference and it's a lot easier for him to pivot away than a one-on-one interview. But here's the reality of it, though. Trump talks like a bullshitter. And we all, we all, ha- we all know bullshitters, right? It's like, that, it's like that uncle that comes by and he tells the tall tales or like that one coworker that you have that you know is kind of bullshitting their weekend plans. Like we all know the bullshitter. We, we, we are comfortable with the bullshitter. We've listened to the bullshitter. Hell, there may be a part of us that wants to believe the bullshitter, right? And, and while liberals like are sitting there making videos about how they think Trump's kind of weak, weak bodied, feeble bodied, right? They don't understand that, like he knows how to talk to his base in a in a style that they accept. His alien base. Biden, Biden seems like he's short circuiting at all times. Maybe he's he the speak alien. To his, I mean, he maybe, but he like he, the like liberal people just are voting for him because they don't want Trump, anyone but Trump, right? But that's not enough to galvanize any other fringe voters who might not. Who might just decide to stay home, right? So, you watch. Come come November, you're gonna see Trump win again. You're gonna see Biden, you know, still vic- still defeat from the jaws of victory, and you're gonna get a whole bunch of people saying, "Don't blame me. I voted for Croto." Croto, Crotom, Kodos. I don't think we're in Crotos anymore. Crotos. <laughs> and that will be the start of the film Independence Day. <laughs> Starring Nicolas Cage as Sergeant Blanks. Blanks? Bruce Willis. Yeah. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Bruce Willis as General Tyranister. You know that reminds me of? <laughs> it reminds me of. Wait, Jeff Goldblum as Nigglegoon. <laughs> What's that? What's that movie? Um, is it "I Love You, Man"? Or he's like, <laughs> "I love you, man." He's like, "Oh, I need to give you a cool nickname." He's like, "Plop plop plop." 
<laughs> yes, dead on. Catch you later on the man, Jay. <laughs> on the man, Jay? Yeah. What's a man, Jay? I don't fucking know. Ask Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd's Paul an Rudd's. alien, too. Paul Rudd's an alien. Yes. That dude hasn't aged in like 40 years. Him, Keanu Reeves, and like... Keanu Reeves is like just finally starting to age. Yeah. Whatever. Like I think he, he must have given up. Like uh, you know how the those those crazy QAnon, whatever those nut uh, cases. No. What? The conspiracy people. QAnon. They think that like. Yeah. QAnon. They think that uh, whatever, from the south. <laughs> <laughs> they think that like the Hollywood elite are like eating babies to keep themselves young. Oh they make God. the baby paste. People. You know what I'm talking about? Baby paste. <laughs> The baby batter. <laughs> but I ain't making. I'm not into this conspiracy. They're into this conspiracy. I'm just com- listen. I'm just reporting the facts of the case. They believe that the Hollywood elite are stealing children to make baby batter to keep themselves to put on their faces to keep themselves young. That's their belief. And I think Keanu must have quit. So He's just now her name. Much like Elizabeth Bathory bathed in blood to yes. maintain her youth, the Hollywood elite have bathing in baby paste. <laughs> yeah. Baby goo. <laughs> Flawless logic. Dude, I didn't make up this. I didn't make this thing up. This is what people believe. That's why when you see those save the children hashtags, this, this these are these people. They seem like they're just there to protect. No, no, no. Listen, a lot. It's been completely co-opted. It's like the gateway drug. People, because sh- because people on the internet share shit mindlessly and don't ever look anything up, right? So people just share the hashtag Save the Children thing because it looks innocent enough and it's not worth you know doing any sort of investigation. But it all links back to these crazy people who believe in the baby paste. <laughs> And you're a byproduct. You're like one of those those Baby avion paste, just like or herbal herbal. What's that? Herbal life, <laughs> dude. I bet you herbal life is baby powder, baby paste powder. <laughs> what baby if goo baby powder. powder was actually made of powdered babies? No marketing to us for years. What about years. baby flour? That's why people have what about like, baby flour. That's why everything's like smooth as a baby's bottom, because it's like baby powder is actually made Wait, from powdered what? babies. What does that have to do with a smooth bottom? Because that's how you... Why do you got to take it to a weird place? <laughs> fucking weird person. This is a scientifically minded, reason <laughs> and logic driven podcast. With no segues. about real subjects. <laughs> no, with baby batter. Batters up. <laughs> Swing. <laughs> take this one home. I don't know what else to go. Speaking of taking it home, we should end this. <laughs> yeah, Probably. So, with that being said, we hope that we've informed you about the various we haven't. Uh, theories on alien life forms, <laughs> UFOs, unexplained objects, uh, unidentified flying things, and baby batter. We hope that you're more aware of the marvels of the universe and all of the splendors <laughs> that it may bring. And when you look into the stars, just know that you are not alone. And I don't remember how the rest of that song goes. So with that, adios. Bye.